Welcome to our Talking Town Match Day Live fan reaction show following today's 2-1, yes, 2-1, away victory to Forest Green Rovers. Three points on the road and well on our way to four points for the season out of the six. You will hear from a selection of town fans who all clicked our live link, including comments from our live chat. As always, enjoy the show, leave a five-star review, and we'll catch you tomorrow, 1.30 for Talking Town, the flagship show. Hello again, my friends, and you are my friends, and welcome to your full-time match reaction show. I am your host, Gav, and we... Uh, who else has been watching through their hands for the last 20-odd minutes? Um, what a... Well, you know, town of one, two one, and now it's the chance for you guys and girls, wherever you may be, at home, on the way home, at the ground, coming out of the ground, wherever on God's green earth you might be, this is the time for you to have your say live um, with me. I will drop a link into the chat. Please use that link to come on the show and have your say. We've got the live chat there as well. Uh, it's all kicking off and hopefully we'll have some voices coming on. But it has finished. Ipswich Town 2, Forest Green Rovers 1. We are three points uh, closer to that target of four, which we set ourselves last year out of promoted teams so <laughs> we're doing we're doing okay we're not doing too bad at all and obviously as i've been saying all week long uh, a win today really makes last weekend's point a really good point particularly as bolton at home today have handed wickham wanderers their backsides uh so again in comparison uh, a really good point let's get some comments and then we'll bring a, a couple of contributors in and I'll drop that live link for you all. Uh, Lloyd says, nine minutes added on time. What a joke. My bigger rest watch has stopped. Uh, even the commentator, I believe was Nick Hayes, said nine minutes. Not quite sure where he's got that from. Uh, Mike Baker, the game, is, the game is way too edgy. We should have been out of sight by now. Maybe a little bit of complacency crept in. Um, Mike Baker, three points is three points. Mike D, we're really not very clinical. How many saves did their keeper have to make? Thought the Nashian was our worst player, but a win's a win. Somewhere in Haverhill, the fisherman is wincing it here in the words. The Nassian is the worst player. Uh, as always, we are in partnership with Ipswich Buses. Go contactless across all routes in Ipswich. Talking town, hand in hand with Ipswich Buses. Coxie, welcome back, my man. How are you? Yeah, much better after we, we've got three points and, uh, yeah, we've got that money off our back. But, uh, you know, there was a period there when you thought, here we go again. We sort of made, seemed, seemed to make it hard for ourselves. We lost our game management there. For, but it seemed like we got it back and, uh, yeah, we got over the line. So, yeah, still still a lot of fine-tuning to be done by Senor McKenna, I believe, yeah. Yeah, early days. You know, yeah. this is traditionally, I would have thought the opening weekend of, of the season. It so, been, you yeah. know, it is going, here's the game number two. Obviously, they're going to start coming thick and fast from next week. But fine-tuning uh, is something I, I would agree with. Um, just a quick note, you can obviously support the show through Ko-Fi, uh, link in the chat, or become a YouTube member today too. Uh, uh, memberships available. Do click the link and have a look. Ashley Bell, three points. All right, a game, job done. Jason Clayton would have lost that last year. Yeah, it's a great point from Jason. I was actually going to ask you that. Obviously, that is a game that I got the feeling listening to it that we would have lost last year. We were clinging on, clinging on, clinging on. The pressure was mounting, albeit no lack of real chances from Forest Green. But a year ago, possibly longer, we, we, we would have walked away today with a 2-2 or, or worse, wouldn't we? I yeah, I wouldn't say last year. I think 
possibly last year we would have drawn it, but yeah, a couple of years ago we would have would have lost it and we'd all been you know spitting feathers now saying, you know, threw it all the way. Yeah, could possibly but, have yeah. been that Cheltenham game all over again. Yeah. Uh, you know, where yeah. we dominated for a large period yeah, of that was, that was last season, yeah. Early without on. one. Oh, welcome back, Tom. Tom, how are you? How are you feeling after that 90 minutes? <sighs> Bloody hell. Um, yeah, second. <laughs> To say yeah. no more. That's it. Bloody hell. Um, yeah. anyway. It's only game two, Tom. It's only game two. I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, by all accounts, they dug in second half, didn't they? Um, didn't sound like or feel like it was very comfortable in patches. Yeah. I feel like it was kind of a almost a reverse bolting in some stages. But I'm just glad, just like you two were touching on there, that last season that would have been a 2-2, if not a loss in some cases. So, We've kind of got that off our back now, and like we said before, it's we've beaten one of the little teams. Eh? Well, <laughs> one of the promoted teams. But last year we yeah. struggled with those promoted sides. We really did, and that was a that was a key aspect of our underlying issues on the back end of last year. We've got in the VIP area a couple of people waiting to come on and have their say. Before I allow them to have their say, the link is in the chat. And TJ, who was your standout performer that you felt coming through the airwaves today? Because um, obviously uh, we, all, we, we all listened to the game today, ladies and gentlemen. Just, just, just to clarify. Yeah, um, I thought Lee Evans positionally um, was good. Um, I thought some of his passes were a little bit off and set pieces. Probably, you know, some were good, some were still bad. But I feel like positionally he mopped up, did the job that Morsi needed to get forward. So just a shout out for him. Really, I thought he did well. Morsi is Morsi. He's just good, isn't he? So I um, have to, I have to profess, Tom, because you've mentioned Morsi. I really love him as a player, but I spent the first 20 minutes saying he's not an instinctive finisher. He's not going to get the goals you require from midfield. And then he f- popped up with what could arguably be the goal of the year in only the second game. Yeah, what, what a goal. yeah, got to thank the people who ever share those around on Twitter, those clips that come in. And mm-hmm. when I watched both of the goals and Harness's goal was great, but Morsey just went, ah, hold my beer. And oh. then, yeah, really good, really good. I will maintain to the day I die, George, none that there was a deflection on that goal. Coxie, who was your stand-up performer before we bring in the uh, Mr. Wilson? Uh, stand-up performance, I think, I think was without shadow, without Morsey today. So he's carried on where he left off last week. Uh, yeah, fair shout from TJ there. Evans had a better game today. Harness, yeah, he's going to, I was going to take him a bit of time to... Adapt, but yeah, far better today. Took his goal well, but and then and, and Morsey, what, what a great finish! Yeah, so yeah, definitely Morsey. I mean, I was sort of you know listening and thinking, well, it's going to be an easy for us to be for man of the match, it's going to be Morsey. And I thought when we were up against, I thought, oh god, it's going to be Walton's going to be man of the match, but uh, yeah, it's, it's Morsey, absolutely. We, and we, yeah, yeah, we, I think we need to get that transfer window shut just in case that he sort of hmm. In the championship, well, yeah, yeah, he is a little bit of a cut above League One but with his playing ability, goal scoring wise. He still needs to prove a little bit to me. Craig at Portsmouth trying to be positive. We won the sort of game we've got used to drawing or losing. Alex, you're always positive. What did you make of today's today's game? Yeah, really good, really good performance. I thought um, controlled it. I thought there was always going to be the period where Forest Green to come at us, and you know, it, it, it happened. But it was there. It was their cup final today, you know. Yeah. Us at their home place. There was all going to be that period. And I think people saying we're going to steamroll them maybe a little bit 
not showing enough respect to him, possibly. Um, but I thought Morsey had an absolute beast of a game in midfield. He just looked absolutely quality this year. You know, um, I thought Harness started slowly, but then he grew into the game. I said, you know, I didn't wasn't that impressed with many goals and scores. Um, you know, I thought I thought Lee Davis had a better game today as well. Before we had to, come I off. would agree. Yes, you know, I thought we I thought we saw Lee Davis being a lot more of doing what he was brought in to do. Um, so and and again, I thought um, TJJ had another good period when he came on. You know, just having that big physical presence to keep it up in the corner in those last few minutes. So, you know, a couple of years ago, that would have been a banana skin. The fisherman said it on, you know, on Twitter earlier. It would have been a banana skin two years ago. That would have, you know, you heart back to Cambridge last year. Mm, you know, absolutely. Up, um, we, we went and blew it 2 2, mm. you know. So, so for me, I've always said I don't care how the three points come as long as they come, you know. Absolutely. Well, we took the lead against Cheltenham, people forget, I believe, last year. When they had Macaulay Bond's opportunity and it, it all went wrong from, from that point. Uh, we no, mentioned at the start. Sprint, yeah. Absolutely. You mentioned at the start of the show, Marathon, not a sprint. You mentioned Harness. He was picked out pre game by, I believe it was Coxie. Yep. How did you see his 90 minutes, Alex? Got the goal. Uh, did he look more lively? Is he growing into that blue and white shirt? I think for me, looking, he looks more lively when he comes in and sort of comes in off the left-hand side and gets involved in the middle. I don't know whether left-hand side is his position long-term. Mm. Possibly he, he seems to look... He seems to he seems to wander across that. You know, he'll be on the right. Is it a licence, do you think, Alex? Is it a licence to be that, that that floating role? Do you think all three are given that license? Well, two except Burns? Possibly. Possibly. But, um, you know, I, I think he needed a performance today and I think we got one for him um, mm. you know ag- again it's another goal threat and he's taken his he's had a few shots and he you know they've been yep, on target yep. today uh, you know I thought um, Nick Hayes was on the commentary I was listening to and I thought his insight was really good today you know um, so yeah all, all in all a positive a positive result for me you know how many times over the years have we gone to a place like that and then too many times and then we've, we've either lost it because we've not controlled it properly or we've we've thrown it away in the last minute and you know you could just see him trying to go up to the corners you could see what the plan was in that last few minutes absolutely you know just that thing of having Caden Jackson come on with the last 10 minutes to go to sort of run at their defenders I thought but then you know I think we were very very lucky because looking at it it sounds like Cam Birch could have got himself sent off how did you see that one, Coxie? No, I think I think what it was. I think it's a yellow card. I think it was the correct call by the referee. I don't think it was a sending off. But uh, yeah, you, you know, yeah, I think you're right in the way, Alex. Um, You've seen he, 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 he's an able he's an able substitute for you know for Edmondson or Wolfie as he today. But I think he has got that in his game. There's always going to be a moment in the match you think. Ugh. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, I do agree with that. Tuck says, uh, NCR giving away a penalty today for Fleetwood. Some things never change. Uh, Alex, who was your stand-up performer then before I let you go and enjoy your Saturday night? No, no doubt out on the town. Because that's, yeah. that's how Wilson rolls out on the bloody town every weekend. For me, you've got to be Sam Morsley. We absolutely bossed that midfield today. Good you man. Where, you, where are you heading this evening, by the way? Where, where yeah, are you right about? I don't know. I was going to go see a couple of bands, keep it fairly chilled. Keep it, keep it fair, Shirley. What he means then is <laughs> ten or twelve points later, he'll be he'll be coming in, right? <laughs> I 
I couldn't possibly comment. Good man. Well, are you going to draw it? Have one from me and have, have one for the three points. See you later, guys. Look yeah. after yourself. Mr. Wilson, at Ollie Startup, why didn't TJJ shoot at the end for the third? Wrong foot. He clearly had a curling opportunity. Um, lots and lots of great comments coming in. Absolutely love it. Kev Sherwood, Morsi, Evans and Burgess, really good today. Also, goalkeepers win you games. I've got a couple mm. of players written down on my pad, which if we don't mention as people come in, we will all do towards the end of the show. And Christian Walton is firmly on that. Uh, written in firm ink. We've got 180 people watching us on YouTube. Hit that like button. If you haven't done yet, haven't done so yet, subscribe to the channel. I'm going to ask you about Caden Jackson in a moment, Tom, because I think you mentioned strikers bringing one into the club. Well, he came off the bench. We're all accounts. Good account of himself, but we'll see what you felt first of all. Mr. Phillips, you clicked the link. You're coming in. How are you, my man? Yeah. You, can we just clarify? You told me to come in. Good, man. Well, yeah, because you're, you're in the doghouse. Let's just clarify. <laughs> this man's in the doghouse, so he'll do what I say and he'll jump. Hold up when I say I'm jump. Like life from the boudoir, are we, man? I've made it. I'm in the kitchen. This is like a bonquette or something. Yeah, it's not his bed. We spent the first portion. Of, we spent the first ever six months of talking town. Me and Rich thinking it was his, it was his bed. It was like a block of bed. Yeah. How did you see the game then, Matt? Good. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't work out whether or not. We were really good, or Forest Green were well out of their depth. And I think it's probably somewhere in the middle there, I think. But it was hairy, wasn't it, when they got the, the goal back. And I think Walton done fantastic with that double save. Could easily have been 2-2. So we were talking about, we were talking about, uh, we were talking about, um, you know, who's the man of the match. Then it's either um, Morsey or Walton for me. Love it. I'll tell you what, you go and be dad. You go and be dad. <laughs> Hold it on a minute. Like you've got your hands full. No, do not worry. Do not worry. Mr. Anderson, your number has been called because Phillips is off to play dad. How are you, first of all? Are you as nervous as some in the chat who apparently have got no nows left? No, it's OK. We're not a proper away day performance. I think we've got to expect this all season because there's not going to be many times we're, we're going to dominate the ball like the stats suggested. But I don't think we're going to roll teams over three or four very often. So I think we're always, always going to be in for that nervy ride, if I'm being honest. Well, I'd say always quite a lot of the time. But to be fair, apart from the double save that Walton made, I thought we were quite comfortable for an away day performance. And we're just all over sort of nervous because it's our team and it's early in the season. And, you know, but really, if you look back, McKenna will be quite pleased with that. Oh, well, undoubtedly so. But you do, know, do, do you think we, we have to expect it and, and not roll teams over because that's that's the, that's the McKenna ball, ball retention, ball retention, and create what you need to. And then once you've got your lead, you then start to just see out the game in the way that they did. Well, yeah, I just, I think, again, we had really, some really good chances, didn't we? And we didn't, we didn't put them all away. And I, and mm. I think, you know, I, there will be the odd game where we'll, we'll hit a hot streak, of course. But I think we could have scored a few more today. I think we had some bad, you know, some other chances, particularly second half, we had some good chances as well, didn't we, where, where we could have scored. But, I like the way that we controlled the game. I don't know if that was because of the heat. But as I said on the chat last night, it's a great time to play them because the pitch is green. It's flat. It's a proper pitch. I mean, looking at looking at where, you know, looking how open their pitch is and where they're based, you get that pitch in the middle of February. My goodness, you're not going to be able to play football. I can't see you playing football on it unless I'm mistaken. Mm. So get them played early because it's our type of football. You know, and I just thought we we controlled the game. And at 2-1, when they had that 
after the Walton double save, they didn't really threaten, I don't think. I don't think they did. We looked as comfortable as we had been all game. It's just we're always looking over our shoulder at the clock and the scoreboard. And you um, always are when you're when you're winning yeah, or even when you're chasing. Either way you are. Yeah, I mean, what two two great goals? I mean, I know we're talking about Morsey or you're talking about Morsey's goal. But, you know, Harness's goal was pretty decent as well. It was a decent strike, wasn't it? So, Very decent so that was strike, good to yeah. see him after his performance. I mean, he was a lot better and got involved a lot more than he did first game of the season. So his his pick is justified. I mean, Davis grew into the game a bit more, but I think he's at fault for the goal. I think the player gets on the inside of him between him and the full-back. And when you're playing a back four, like we seem to be playing now, that full-back's got to tuck in. You can't have any, you can't have balls sliding in between your left centre-back and your left-back. So, I, you know, just from the angle I could see it, I, I just felt... You know, maybe maybe you could have tucked in a bit more, but maybe I'm being over, over critical. Do you think that's something that will come with games played in the sense of you know you you build that partnership, you build that chemistry as a as, as a two, and and you learn when to squeeze, when to push, when to, when one can go, when one can't. Is that just a game game by game you know development, or is that something that you you you, you think well, just yeah won't just come with games? Game, I suppose you try not to you try not to have that. You, I think they work on all coaches work on their spacing between their yeah. full backs and their centre backs. And I just think the way they were playing where it was in the game, he could have made a bit more effort to maybe tuck in a little bit more, I think. But, you know, that's probably being hypercritical. I mean, he looked decent. He looked decent on the ball and listening to the eye follow commentary, the, the Ipswich, you know, the goalkeeper, really insightful from him. That, that was really good commentary when he was talking about, you know, Davis's left foot, you know, how good it is. And, you know, we, we're not quite seeing all that yet. So I think there's so much more more to come from him. Um, it's interesting definitely. you mentioned that, Lee, because I've, I've had a comment in the chat from James New. New commentary so poor compared to BBC Radio Suffolk. So what? how did you see uh, the commentary today? Or hear commentary um, today? What the I thought, well, unless he was listening to the, I'll tell you what, the people, I had to, I had to listen because the stream was getting stuck. Um, so the, so I had to go on to the, Forest Green's stream. My mm. goodness. But they didn't even know half the player's name, so that was dreadful. So, But I think for the Ipswich, because I think that that was much better. I enjoyed it more, and, and I thought, you know, the guy summarising, the goalkeeper summarising, I forgot his name now, that was really Nick insightful. Is. Yeah, yeah, that was really insightful. So I, I thought that was better than Brenner, if I'm being honest. Yeah, yeah, um, I, 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 I actually agree with you. Before I let you go, Lee, enjoy Saturday night. Um, who was your stand-up performer and why were they your stand-up performer today? Oh, well, I've got to get off the fence. I mean, I mean, Morsey is Sam Morsey, isn't he? And he, again, he's just keeps keeps that team together. But Christian Walton has got to be man of the match with the saves he made. He made, what didn't he make one, a blinding save just before we went up the other end and scored? Yeah. And he's, and he's, I mean, he was unlucky with the goal because he's made a blinding save and it's just, just fallen to one of them and not one of ours. And then he's made that double save. That's what goalkeepers do. I mean, that's worth a goal, isn't it? That 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 double save is a goal. So, you know, even though we didn't keep a clean sheet, he's kept us at he's kept us at two two. And after that, as I said, that five minute I wouldn't really call it a wobble, but that that five minutes of pressure after that, after that double save, we we looked as comfortable as we had in the game, I believe, on the pitch. Okay. So Walton for me. Perfect. Mr. Mr. Anderson, enjoy your Saturday night. Cheers, guys. Appreciate it, man. Look after yourself. 
Uh, I think he made a save, Tom, just before their our first goal, didn't he? They kept it at nil-nil, and then we got the other end of the pitch and we scored. Christian Walton today, worth his weight in gold. Yeah, it was great. Um, I particularly liked the clip where the ball was just ambling across the air and he just plucked it out of the air. And I was like, that's, like we've not had that kind of dominance or level of goalkeeper since Bart, I think. And he was more of a shot stopper than he was like a demanding pressure. Agreed. So, yeah, so I, I think he's different gravy for this league in our team. So really happy we got him. But yeah, he's probably up there with man, men of the match today. So I thought he was great. Um, yeah, I think just touching on the left side quickly as well. Um, I think that was a lot better. I think Mike D put it in the chat earlier as well. Um, just touching on how the left was a bit stronger than the right. And obviously both our goals came from the left side today. Like the play started on the left, cut in, and then yeah, Ladapo had a good hold-up touch, and then yeah, it fell to harder. So I thought that's an area we've been lacking in for so long, and it's mm. good to see something come from there at last. Yeah, uh, yes, yes. I thought Davis was was sounded much better today, Cox. It was sort of growing into. Oh, Tom's on hair of the dog. Um, <laughs> good man. So it's, it's points and points. It's points and points. He's celebrating a win. Uh, Norman thought Donatian's form is not as good as last season. Only two games in, uh, of course, Norman. Um, talking about, you know, good as last year. Another quiet game for Burns, or is that is that an unfair comment, Coxie? No, I don't think that's, that's actually spot on. That's another... Yeah, it's two quiet games. Slightly, probably slightly better today. But, uh, yeah, we, we still... Yeah, we, we've still got the best to come from Burnsy. Uh, or, or perhaps... You know he's not going to hit the heights of last season, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's slightly better today, but still not the Wes Burns we we know and love. No, 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 absolutely. But there's only two games in. Mike D. First time I thought our left side was better. Is what you're saying, Tom? Uh, we're trying to run on the right side. We've got Stu Blue seventy two YouTube member Christian Walton will turn out to be a better than Bar. Both great reactions. Neither great at distribution, but Walton commands his area way better. Long way to go since I agree with the better than Bart comments, Stu Blue. But certainly command of the area. Maybe at this point Walton does does edge out Bart, and I am a a disciple of Bartos Bilikowski. Everyone will know that. Um, I'll bring Matt back. Matt, how did you see the I follow commentary? You're a big critic of commentators. Of everybody. <laughs> I had to throw a screen one on. And Lee was right. They got everyone's name wrong. They even got Morsey wrong. They thought Chaplin had scored to begin with. But uh, yes, local BBC, I don't really like those kind of commentaries, really. It just seems a bit amateur out to me. But So why did you go for the away? Like, you know, this, this vegan thing. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you yeah. know. You know. Yeah, oh, we've lost him. His signal is not the greatest, is it? Bless him. He's, no. he's He's been kicked to the back bedroom. We'll see him tomorrow. I've got absolutely every fear of that. Um, <laughs> I have, I have, I have. Uh, Ladapo, Tuxford. Mark Mark uh, Tuxford has made a comment in the chat, which I want to bring to the party. My worry is Ladapo won't put away most of our chances up top. Uh, I think Jackson suits this setup, and Kieran McKenna clearly likes him. But I still think we need a quality striker. Uh, you mentioned Jackson. Well, you know, you mentioned a striker pre-game. TJ Ladapo started. Jackson came on. How did you see the two that we've got currently on the books? How was their performance for you today, T? Um, yeah, Ladapo. I just think the hold-up for the goal, or what little of it there was, but he still did a job. Was good. Again, he was isolated. And he needs someone a bit closer to him, which we discussed pre-game. And I still don't think we're getting enough people around him, nor are his touches 
great at the minute. And I think there's still a few teething problems up there. And I think there's an opportunity to get another number nine and just to give him competition. And every position needs competition. I think the number nine needs a bit more. Jackson, I agree, suits the system at a time, probably in the second half when legs are tiring in the opposition. And we need that pace, but we also need that physicality. And we don't have enough of it just about mm. yet. So that's where I would focus is a physical number nine, I think. Physical number nine, Coxie. We, we, you, we, we kind of had the opportunity today to see the McKenna plan in action. Take the lead, uh, make changes which are going to cause issue with pace on the break. Is that a plan you're looking forward to, to seeing really develop as the season unfolds? That works, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's. Do you think it will work? You, you saw a bit of it today. How, how did you rate it on just today alone, and 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 the optimism or lack of it gives you for the you know forthcoming week? Yeah, it, it gives gives me optimism. Yeah, definitely. Um, but time will tell. You now with future, it's only really sort of one away game today. But yeah, if it, if it works again, then keep doing it. Come on, can I? Yeah. Uh, Philip Lundell thinks we could be a better. We could be better with a three-four-one-two formation, two up top. Uh, Mike the Fisherman, no late. Oh no, Mike's arguing about something else. Oh, he says tactically <laughs> inept in the second half. Got lucky, but hey, we got a win. What do you say back to that then, TJ? From the fisherman, the fisherman in the chat there, tactically inept in the second half. Got lucky, but hey, we got a win. I think tactically inept's a bit rubbish to be honest, but. Um... Like yeah, it. I think we were fine. I think we dominated in periods where we needed to. We had a rough patch of about 10, 15 minutes when Forest Green were kind of all over us, but we've got to expect teams will be over us at some point. We can't control 90 minutes of every game or yeah, 99 yeah. minutes as it was today somehow. How, I, I, yeah. wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that's tactically inept now. No, no I, I think we did our job well and we have to expect pressure at points. But yeah, I think we were fine. So I don't agree with that at all. Um, you, Caden Jackson obviously came on the field just before I bring in Louis. How did you see Jackson's cameo role? Is it is that what you want to see from the substitution coming on stretch the stretch the game? Did he get involved enough, or does he need to get more involved? How did you see his, his cameo? T. Um, not quite enough for me. I thought he was better last week at Bolton, um, mm -hmm. but I, I think he's got a role to play in this team, and yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do. I think he will be able to stretch teams. I just think. It just was maybe not enough time for him today just to do what he needed to do. But again, him and John Jules doing some of the time wasting in the corner, I thought was quite good. So we needed that side of it as well, just to put your backs against defenders and protect the ball for a bit. So in that sense, he did an OK job. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think he's somebody that really has to realise the position he's in the squad in terms of currently the off the bench, but could be a number three in a matter of days, weeks, seconds, minutes. He has to grasp those minutes, TJ, when he gets them and really make shake the life out of every single one of them. Because, you know, we saw a Joe Pickett last year. They can be really hard to come by in that three-stroke two role. Yeah, and if they keep doing a good job when they come off the bench, then they've got to have a case for starting some games soon. So I'm hoping that they get to start some of the, like the Carabao Cup game we've got just to get some extra minutes in. But, yeah, yeah I think if they keep performing like they are and Ladapo goes a bit dry, then... There's every case that we could have switch it around a little bit, maybe bring the physical presence off the bench in the second half. But I prefer it the other way around. I like pace more in the second half, just to stretch teams when they're tired. So. When the defenders are, yeah, are absolutely on their last legs. The last thing you want to see, I said it in commentary, is that pace off the bench. Uh, Michael Finch, we did a striker that's hungry and actually shoots and not peer about trying to walk the ball in the net. Uh, Mike D thought Jackson and TJJ did well when they came on. Andy Barrell, um, 
CW always underrated but fully appreciated by True Blues. Uh, that Christian Wharton, do you think? I, yeah, I imagine it probably yeah. is. Um, Mark Tuxford, hope to see more of John Jules, who's a good player. I should start against Cole U on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I think everyone agrees here with that one. I think he will start. I think those off the bench today will definitely start Tuesday. Paul P, we need to kill teams off and not let them back into the game. We are comfortably controlling. Ashley Bell. Jackson missed some of preseason two, so he's a week or so behind the others. Uh, Andy Barrel, Burns will come good, no problem. Uh, Philip, is there any team in League One this season that will be able to turn teams over considering the, the increased competitiveness to the to the vision this term? Good point, Philip. Will we see that? Unless you've got a man sent off like today at Burton, which I think they had a man sent off. Uh, the Fishermen's watched the whole game and we were all over the place at times in that second half. The, cha- the change settle us down. If the uh, you settled us down, how are we tactically inept? Because oh, he's oh, he's bought the lightsaber out. Look, he's gone, he's got he's gone toe to toe with the fisherman. Uh, the link is available, uh, Mike. If you want to come back on that, you mentioned pressure a second ago, T. Um, pressure, Lee Evans under it because Dominic Ball is you know brought into the football club, he's going to push him all the way. Louis, how did you see Lee Evans's performance today? Unreal. He's a nailed on starter for me, mate. So I would not I would not drop him at the moment, to be honest. What I about his performance stages did you really like? What 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 was unreal about it particularly? Was it ball retention? Unreal maybe the, the driving forward. What what about him today got got you? They were driving forward, weren't they? They were getting they were starting the press. We were he was getting forward a lot and he was getting in good positions with Morsi. I mean, them two have got so much experience in this league and they know how to win this league really and get promoted. So I personally think they both complement each other really well and they both play well. So, so yeah, we look we look comfortable, though, I thought. We, we Yeah, we had the five, ten-minute spell, but it's their first game in League One and I think we co- we cope with them very well, to be honest. So, yeah, I don't think anyone really had a bad game. I thought everyone was pretty solid. So Everyone was pretty solid, Coxie. I think that's a fairly, fairly good analogy, really. Everyone was six, seven out of ten, did their jobs. You know, you had, you had the brief moments of quality, which you would hope to have with a a squad as good as ours on paper in League One. Yeah, yeah, spawn really. Yeah, six, six or sevens from out the whole lot. Yeah, it's just, it was it was solid, but yeah, we had that ten minute period. We were up against it, but uh, mm. yeah. Matt said, uh, Louis Town. He wasn't quite sure if Town were really good or Forest Green were a little bit out of their depth. We as Town fans, we probably naturally want to give it to ourselves. But how did you? Yeah. See it over the ninety. A forest green a little bit out of their depth at this level, or are we going to be something quite good? Well, I listened to the game. I think um, it sounded like we were slightly better than them because I think overall, I think we do have the better team as we can see. But um, I think we're more. We were better. I think it was. It's not a case of we're um, better in one half. I think we were obviously probably better in the second half, but we weren't like it wasn't a complete game of two halves. I thought we still mm. had our moments in the second half and. I think we just showed that we got much more quality than Forest Green, and we're just—we are probably more clinical. Even though we did miss some chances today, it's still—if you look at it—it's ten shots on target out of twenty, which is still pretty good. And it was—it yeah. yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of them games for. You think the Dapper? Yeah, he had a few chances. It was—I guess it was just one of them games for him. Maybe I think if he gets those chances next week, I think he'll put a couple away. So yeah. Again, I thought he was fed scraps. To be fair, TJ Ladapo, I didn't think from what I could remember hearing. He had a clear cut chance, unless I'm wrong. Um, I think he had an attempt or two, didn't he? But it's, it, I think it just comes back to he needs support closer to him, so they've got more to play off. But yeah, I think someone's put in the chat at Rotherham. He had Smith with him, obviously, he's played in the two. 
we're mm. kind of waiting to see if this one isolated figure is going to be right for us. But at the minute, I'm not seeing it. But it's two games in, and I'm not going to throw a wobbly just because. No. No, I wonder if behind the scenes, Louis, if if McKenna and Pert, that they, they really want Chaplin just a little bit closer to Ladapa to play a little bit more off him. Do you think sometimes there's too much space between those two? Yeah, that is. Yeah, sometimes they're dropping quite deep, aren't they, to try and collect the ball? So it leaves it a bit isolated. But um, yeah, maybe um, they could do getting a bit further forward because if you do go too far deep, then yeah, Ladapa is going to left isolated, and they're just then. Thing is, you can sometimes you need more than to get forward sometimes to get in those boxes if they're out of position and you put yeah. more in the box and then you've got more pl- options in there. But yeah, um, yeah, maybe they could do of staying a bit further up the pitch so Ladapo does have that support. Or unless okay. I'm not sure who it was that made the comment about going to three four one two, but maybe that was but... Philip Blunder, one of our YouTube members. Yeah, that's it's a good option, maybe because yeah, but then do, do one of them two number tens deserve to be dropped? That's the thing because they've both had. Bolton, I thought Chaplin was all right. He got the assist. And then today, Harness was good. He got the goal. So mm. It's a good point. It's a really good point. Something that will develop and unfold throughout yeah. the season. Louis, we appreciate you coming on. Look after yourself. Uh, we've got Jason Clans and Fishman watching a different game. Track the Boy 72. I commentate, commented on last night's show regards to Evans and set pieces. And look what happened again today. Absolutely shocking. Um, Coxie, I'll let you go. Go and play taxi service to your kids. That's what a good dad does on Saturday nights. Enjoy your evening, my man. Thank you. Look after yourself. Ollie Startup. Personally, I wouldn't say we bossed the game at all. We're talking about a team that was in the Vanarama when we were in the, when we were in the championship. We only edged 2-1. Uh, Paul P. Rotherham fans also said Ladapo can't play the lone striker role. Uh, Rob Holmes. Has it finished yet? I need to come out from behind the sofa. Uh, with the second half as nervy as that. I still think we need a striker. As you've just said there, Touch, we need that striker. Uh, Brian Desmond, good start to the season. Away win, left side looking strong. Don't forget you can support the show through Kofo or become a YouTube member today. Which of this man, Lloyd, he is a YouTube member. Lloyd, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Good man. For those that have not come to Sir Ralph yet, Lloyd is the guy behind the camera normally at the feet of Sir Ralph. But you're at home today. How did you view, hear, see, think? The 90 minutes went for Ipswich Town today. Well, I uh, listened to the game. Um, just to shout out, I think the commentary for Ivo is much better than hearing Brenner because I think his commentary is woeful, so it's a nice, decent change. Um, other than that, I thought the back four did really well. Didn't really put a foot wrong, apart from Burgess, who could have got himself sent off, potentially. But other than that, I thought, yeah, we stood... We stood resilient in that second half. Could easily buckled. Um, the year before or the year before that, we would have probably most likely conceded that and then would have thrown away a winning position. Yeah, absolutely. Louis, before I put the poll in the chat for our man of the match, our talking town match day man of the match, have you got a nomination I should be putting in there that's not called Christian Walton, Sam Morsey or Lee Evans? Uh if you don't, it's fine. I just need to... No, I can't think of anyone. I can't... Oh, God. I can't think of anyone at the moment. Okie dokie. Lloyd, you guys put the dog out while I put the while I put the poll in the in the chat. There we go. You've got three options. Who do you think should win that one, TJ? Overall, Morsey. Yeah, I think both games so far this season has been brilliant. I thought Evans was better and Walton was great, but I just think Morsey makes us tick. 
yeah, it's got to be him for me. Okay, the three are in the chat now. There's a live poll. We'll announce the winner here towards the well in about five minutes. Show when we close up. Um, Rob Holmes, Walton with a fantastic double save. Walton double save. Uh, just after they scored, save before we scored, keep it in nil-nil. He's going to be a really big player for us this year, isn't he, Lloyd? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He needs to be. He needs to be on tip-top form every day, even if it's in training or on the on the bench in one of the cup games. He needs to constantly be on it, and if he does that, we'll be, we'll be set for gold. Good man. Lloyd, we do love and appreciate it. Thank you for becoming a YouTube member, and uh, I hope to see you at the Culture the Game. Uh, maybe part part time fan. Either way, <laughs> I'll see you in the next week because it's either culture yeah, or MK Don. Look after yourself. Um, yeah, big player for us. I think Walton coming. You know, he's he's settled for the first time in a long time, TJ. And I think that's really going to be something that helps him perform at the a high level this year. Yeah, it's showing, isn't it? That if you're settled and you have a preseason and you're in the team at the start of the season, which we didn't have with him or Morsi last season, then it's kind of probably going to reap rewards for us, I think, longer term. We've already, I don't think we're going to have, well, we've, we've won in our second game, whereas it took us seven games to do that last season. So, mm. oh, little wins are building up, I think. So, I think we're all right. Absolutely. Little wins are building up. Two two tests ahead. We'll we'll unpack that as we go. Obviously, live again Sunday, 1.30, the Talking Town flagship podcast, myself, The Cruncher and The Mogul. And then Monday, 8.30, myself, Stephen Neal, will look ahead to Colchester. But as you're here, I'm going to ask you, T, you've got Colchester in the Carabao Cup or whatever bloody cup it is on Tuesday. And then we've got MK Dons. What's your forecast for the week ahead? Um, MK have lost two in a row, which, yeah, they were kind of a funny one after losing Twine and Darling, weren't they? Which mm. way they would go. So, patchy start for them. They've got to come away to us. So, I think we should be confident of trying to go for a win against them. Carabao Cup, I hope we get to see everyone who's not playing get a game. I really hope he changes it up and just we get to see all of that and get them some minutes in the legs. So, I think a double win next week overall. Um, yeah, I think we'll be smiling this time next Saturday. I sincerely hope so. And this time next Saturday, we'll be in Mr. Moles' stag do. So I'll be smiling and hopefully sinking a few of those lovely things you're appearing to be sinking across there. Um, two more minutes. I'll ask this question that Dave, one of our YouTube members, put in the post uh, on the chat. Still can't see lessons learned from last season. How would you address Dave if you were at the statue of Sir Ralph and he said that to you? What would your response be to Dave? Uh, I would say we have learned lessons because we were drawing these games too, too, and we were kind of going in our shells a lot more. And I feel like we've been a bit more proactive on the front foot in sometimes. Yes, we had a patchy spell, but again, we will get those in most games, if not all. So I think the fact we've won our first game early, earlier on than we did before and we're not losing games is lessons learned, in my opinion. Absolutely. Love that. Right. The, the winner of our poll is about to end. Here's the thing. It's going down on the click. Boom. Sam Morsi with 67% of the vote share is your Talking Town man of the match. Congratulations, Mr. Morsi. Uh, hopefully uh, we'll get some sort of graphic up, I'm sure, at some point. But yeah, that's that's it for the first away match day ticket. Looking forward to seeing how we go this week. As you've been saying, two two games that should be should be absolutely winnable. We have got 56 likes. Come on, people. Whether you felt happiness or sadness at this presentation, hit that like or dislike button. Either way, it's all it's all feeds into the algorithm of uh, YouTube. 
being aware people are watching, which we know they are. So hit the like button or hit the, or hit the download button, whichever one you think this show deserves. We are done for today. Tom, I salute you and I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you for coming in. What is your Saturday night look look, look like from this point on? Um, we're having a cheese board with red wine. What sort of Sorry. cheese you got? What sort of cheese you got on the cheese board? All right, we've got a black bomber cheddar, which is my favourite cheese. It's a good one, that one. It's a good That's one. My yeah. favourite. And then we've got a brie, a Stilton, a hard cheese, and loads of crackers and grapes and all of the crap that comes with it. So yeah, should be all right. What about yourself? And do you sit that around the table, or do you sit that on your lap and watch the television? Yeah, we've got another couple coming around, so I'm sure it'd be like around the table, put some music on or something. You know, the civilized i just want to get this into my head because i'm i'm quite a foodie in case no one's ever met me i'm quite a foodie it is quite apparent by the big gut i carry around with me are you eating anything else other than the cheese board or is the cheese board the the, the meal that you are having um I've the fry up i had this morning it's really healthy day um that was huge so i think i've not had lunch so i think that'll probably sort me out today but will it sort the other couple out We'll have to see, won't we? You ain't bothered, are you, Tom? You don't care. You don't what? care. You're an animal, Tom. You've invited people around to your house and you're just like, yeah, fuck it. Cheese board. Have it instead. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, I like a cheese board, but I like after a, you know, I don't know, a steak and chips or a, a vegan burger to, to keep it on point. Yeah. No, not wrong you're, with that. You're upper class for me, Tom. I'm, I'm down with the working class roots, me. You're, 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 what a mm. bombshell. That's really thrown me that. People have cheese boards instead of for, for, for actual dinners, not for desserts. It's all right. Well, if I want something else, I'll snack. It's fine. We'll Do you put right. honey on your on, on your crackers? Oh God, no! That's horrible. <gasps> I learned that trick from, from an Italian waiter when I was in Italy. Mm. Where else would you find the Italian waiter? I guess. But put honey on your crackers. A little bit of cheese. Oh, it is good. I might try it. We'll see. I think we've got some in, so I might try it just for you. But yeah. Then again, the Italians have pasta for for a starter. I learned when I was over there. So I mean, you know, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like the pasta course in between the starter and the main, can't do that. It's it's it's, it's animals. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I do love pasta, all that sort of stuff. You know, it was my it was my cup of tea. That pasta of a starter, pizza as a main, and a great big cheese. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think I'm Italian, really. Anyway, we're done. We're dusted. He's the big fish. I am the gov. Support us through Code 5. Become a YouTube member. And we'll see you all tomorrow, 1.30, for Talking Town, the flagship podcast. See you.